you're here. Welcome to the Masterminding Success Podcast. They say if you want to be successful in business and in life, then surround yourself with successful people. So pull up a seat. The Mastermind is about to begin. Hey, glad you could join us for another episode of the Masterminding Success Podcast. We're your host, Keith Wheeler. And Nuria Corby. And what are we talking about today, Nuria? Today, we're going to talk about ramping up for Q4. So all about what we're going to do for quarter four. Have you got any plans or have you started ramping up for quarter four? Uh, I I actually started uh, creating things specifically for quarter four um, earlier in the year, uh, mm-hmm. like around the summertime. Um, and I think we actually had an, an episode back then that we talked about planning for Q4. Uh, but, but yeah, now it's Q4's right around the corner and it's like, it's not time to plan for it now. Now it's time to, to, to do if you haven't already. And if you have, then if you plan on, uh, on, you know, knocking out anything else, this is when to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think in my case, I don't think I do anything specifically for Q4 now. What I do is I do things for Q4 throughout the year because I mm-hmm. always think any book that I put up is, you know, is going to be there for quarter four. Right. And that will help. So obviously everything that goes on your inventory onto your bookshelf is stuff that people can look at during Q4. So the more, I guess, not that I'm saying quantity is is important, but quality and quantity do matter when it comes to quarter four, because you're giving people more choice, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I don't do anything specific anymore. I used to when I first started. Um, But I, I kind of have it in the back of my mind throughout the whole year. And the the one thing that I do now is if if I've got something that's halfway finished or not quite finished, I do speed up the process a little right. bit because I want to get it ready in time for Q4. And Q4, I don't know what you think about it, but some people say you should put your books out just before Q4 because then you get that uh, honeymoon period that Amazon give you and they promote it more. And some people say, no, you should just put it out whenever. And and I'm, I tend to agree with, with that view. I tend to agree, just put it out whenever. The, the minute you put it out, you can promote it, you can do anything, right. and it will still be there for quarter four. But I don't know what you think about that. How, how do you feel about it? Should you get things out as soon as they're ready or wait for a certain time? I, I definitely, I mean, I've heard people say, you know, to, to, to wait until kind of like the last minute and, you know, and then, you know, launch it in, in October or November, yeah. uh, you know, so, so you get that, you know, that 30 days when it's first launched that you get um, where it ends up on the, you know, the, the new releases and things like that. And, and I've heard that, and I've heard that been, that's very successful. Um, I typically create projects, um, and when I create them, I, I don't, I don't sit on anything, you know, I, I want to get it done. And so I'm kind of like what you, what you were saying is I, I'm always thinking of Q4 in the back of my mind, um, but I don't say, okay, I'm going to wait and save this for Q4. Um, and and there are a couple of reasons why I think while yes, it's nice to have, uh, you know, have it in the, the new releases. So it's an extra, you know, category that it's in, but the downside to that then is 
Like if you launched it in, let's say June or July, you now have, you know, three or four extra months that you can get um, reviews, extra months that you have sales. So the algorithm understands who your book is for. And so uh, there are definitely pros and cons to both. Um, the, the, you know, I, I basically at the beginning of either the end of the year or just at the beginning of the year, I usually plan out my year as far as what types of products I want to put out and uh, especially my written content and, you know, kind of a, a release schedule. And so um, as I'm planning that out, I, I usually think a little bit more about Q4. So I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that this is done in time for Q4. So maybe I'll release that earlier as far as that's concerned. But once I'm actually working on the products or projects, it's really just a matter of, I, I just, I'm doing the best quality work I can to get it out for my customer. And, you know, the, the great thing is even if, you know, you've launched it in, you know, January, February, you know, very far from Q4, you can always run ads during Q4. Um, and, and I would actually recommend running them prior to Q4 because during Q4, typically your ads will be more expensive because there's just more competition out there and which is bringing up the cost. And we could do a whole nother episode on, on pricing methodology on ads, but, um, but yeah, so that's the, that's kind of the way I do it. Very similar to you. Yeah. I think it's identical. Actually, <laughs> you mentioned all the things that, that I do as well. I just think, I don't know, Q4 for me is like a bonus almost to, yeah. <laughs> to your whole year. And I don't have strategies as such, like, you know, publishing it just before so that you take advantage of the honeymoon period. I don't really think about things like that because to me, they are methods to give you a push, but then I'm more for longevity. You know, I'm, I'm, I prefer that my sales are more consistent throughout the year Agreed. rather than giving it a, a push. And that's why I don't do book launches either. I don't really do anything special to launch any of my books because I don't know. I, I just always think, well, I'm going to advertise anyway. And uh, I just want it to be, I'm happy with consistency. You know, if my books mm -hmm. start selling consistently, I don't care if they, you know, they. there are lots of books out there that I see that are like one hit wonders. They suddenly right. sell a lot and then you see them dropping off the radar and you don't see them again. Mm -hmm. And I rather, my books are not that high in the in the rankings, but they are consistently selling. So, so I, I tend to go for that strategy rather than having a big, um, impact and then nothing. I mean, if you can sustain it, if you can have that big launch and the big impact and then keep selling consistently, obviously so much the better. I, I haven't really thought about that um, too much. Um, I just think at the moment it works. And I always think, you know, if something's not broken, don't fix it. <laughs> so, right. so I just keep continuing doing it this way. Um, I think the main thing I would um, say for me quarter four is really the advertising and you're right it does cost a lot more money during Q Q4 but then you also get a lot more return for your money right. so I always say you know I don't mind spending a hundred dollars if I if that means I earn 200 so it doesn't seem right. like a lot you you think oh wow well that's half of what you're earning is spent on ads that's too much to me it's not as long as you're making something extra it's it makes sense to to do that 
Um, I think, you know, advertising definitely, I always, the summer months, for example, are very slow for me. And mm -hmm. I kind of scale down on the ads then because I prefer to spend that extra money uh, just before quarter four and during quarter four. Um, and then what I normally do, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but when I go into my ads and I set a, a specific amount, for example, say $10 a day for, right. for a particular book, and I find that normally it spends the $10 a day and sometimes it spends less than $10 a day. That's fine. Right. During quarter four, when I look at my ads, by midday, it has already spent that $10 a day. So then what I do is I go in and I increase the daily spend for the books that are selling, that are basically out of budget. And mm -hmm. then I, because because I know they're the ones that are going to, they're going to continue spending that budget. And also depends on how many sales I have. So you, I, I find that quarter four is not a time of creating, but a time of watching your ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, I don't yeah. know if you do that, but I, I don't know enough about ads. I know you know a lot more than me about them. I kind of work with what I do know and mm -hmm. for the best, keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. How to we, do that, but that's what I tend see. to yeah, we could do a whole nother episode on on uh, on ads. I'll tell you. Um, but we, uh, I mean, I, I agree. As long as your ads are being profitable, um, mm. then I then I'll increase my ads. Um, one thing that, and I know this episode isn't supposed to be about ads, but one thing to keep in mind when it comes to ads is um, never spend, never budget what you can't afford to lose, because even if your ads are being profitable, KDP is not going to pay you for another, you know. 30 days, 60 days, whatever. But Amazon ads, they're going to take their money out like now, That's you know? Right. So you need to make sure that you're not like Robin Peter to pay Paul, where you're not, you know, you actually have the money in there to pay for those ads that you're spending. Um, and, and I only say that because I, I've known people who knew that and still went against what I suggested. And, and they, and they, you know, their, their ads were profitable, mm -hmm. but, now they couldn't pay their rent because Amazon was taking the money out now. Yeah, that's, it's great. Yeah. You're going to make, you know, you're going to get all that money back and then some next, you know, next month. But in the meantime, you know, you're, you know, you're eating spaghetti and ramen noodles or whatever, you know, it's, you never <laughs> want to put yourself in that, in that position if you can avoid it. So um, that's one thing I, Oh, anytime I talk about ads, um, even if it's just in passing, I always make sure that I, I put that little disclaimer in there. Yeah, that's a very important point, actually. And I remember that I didn't run ads for a very long time. I think I didn't run ads for a whole year because I just couldn't afford to to run ads. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't selling that much. Uh, and what, what I was selling was basically just keeping me above water. And I, I thought I can't afford to run ads. Right. And then the minute I could afford a little bit, I did and I was very careful with that budget because as you say, you know, you only get paid 60 days after you've made those sales, but your ads money comes out straight away out of your bank. And in fact, I never know when it does come out because it can suddenly surprise me and, oh, my money's come out. And yeah. other times it takes longer. So there doesn't seem to be a specific day or a specific period when your money comes out. Not that I've noticed anyway. So I can afford to run ads now in that way because of my earnings have gone up and that's that's the right. only reason. 
So right. you made a really important point there because that is something that can really unravel your whole business if you overspend on ads. Yeah. And, uh, any money we make in quarter four, we only really get into our accounts in February for the December right. earnings, which, right. which is the big one, really. Um, so, yeah, be careful with that. Yeah. And and watch your ads. You know, I spent November and December especially just watching my ads. I don't do much else. Yeah. Just because you have to be on the ball. And I run quite a lot of ads. So, yeah. you know, you have to look through each of them. But yeah, we'll have to yep. do another episode just on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we could probably do an episode just on quarter four ads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. And, you know, Q4 is is when I do the least amount of creation of books uh, for my business and any other projects that I'm working on um, because I'm working, you know, I'm focusing on the ads Um or, you know, just with the holidays, I'm busy doing other stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely, it's it's definitely, it's funny because I, I do get quite a bit of sales, but I my mentality is a lot like yours where I I don't, I mean, it's a nice, nice to have. It's kind of a bonus at the end of the year, like you said. Um, but for, for my business and for most people's business, I want more consistency. Mm-hmm. And so um, I want to make sure that I'm getting consistent, you know, uh, earnings throughout the year. And then I just get this nice little peak at the end of the year. But um, that's another reason why I don't just save everything up until the end of the year. Cause I do know people that do that mentality um, yes. it, that they, you know, they, they literally create from January until, you know, the, you know, September. And then in September and beyond, they just start launching project or la- launching products and books, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever, just to get, you know, so much um, Amazon love, if you will. But again, it's, you know, is that something that's sustainable for your business or you're just going to get, you know, this nice chunk of change that you're going to have to budget the rest of your year? I mean, there's different strategies and I think everybody has to pick what works for them. And I I know people that all throughout the year, they're thinking, of Halloween, you know, I'll make a yeah. Halloween notebook, I make a Halloween coloring mm-hmm. book, I make a Halloween this or the other. And to me, I mean, if it works for them, right. great. For me, that I don't think that would work because Halloween is one day in the year. It's not like Christmas. Christmas is where people they buy months in advance to right. just to spend on Christmas. But um for Halloween, it's really a much more limited time span. And uh, if I were to create lots and lots of books for Halloween, where does that leave me during the rest of the year? You know, yeah. once Halloween is finished, you know, the, the, there's only the next Halloween, which is fine. And and if it gives you a really big spike before Halloween, then that's great. But I prefer to have ever evergreen books, really, that mm-hmm. sell throughout the year. And then I'll have one or two for Halloween right. or Christmas or for Thanksgiving or whatever. But I tend to make, thinking about it now, I tend to make more evergreen books than, and they sell during Q4 anyway, because people, right. you have to remember that people buy books, they buy more books during quarter four because they're giving them as gifts. Right. And a book that you give as a gift doesn't have to be a specific theme it doesn't have to be a christmas gift because you're giving it as a gift for christmas it could be a 
a novel. It could be a right. a book on how to knit or how to, you know, because you're giving that to somebody who's interested in those subjects. So I think that for Q4, you know, seasonal things are great if they're Christmas related, but but evergreen books sell yeah. just as well during that period. So yeah. I would say about 90% of my products that I have are um, evergreen and then maybe 10% are, yeah. you know, are, are these little, you know, seasonal type of things. And, and, um, and I think that's, I mean, I, like you said, it, everybody's business model is different and you need to do what's best for you. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously if you're, if you're a writer and you write horror books, then yeah, knock out a bunch of Halloween stuff, yeah. you know, that would be perfect. You know, it would tie in, you know, but, but again, it really depends on, on your niche and your brand and, you know, and again, we've talked about this before, but you can have multiple brands, you know, and so maybe for one of the brands that you work on, you do seasonal stuff, mm-hmm. but for other ones you don't. And, and, you know, it's just, again, I don't like, I don't like the, the peaks and valleys. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I want more consistent, you know, when, when you're first starting out, those peaks are nice mm-hmm. and the valleys kind of suck. But, you know, it, it might give you that drive to, okay, what, you know, working to, to get to that next peak. But I, I find when you're, if you really want to do this in, you know, over the long haul, that you really need more consistent sales. And so Q4 is great. And, you know, I, I will be more than happy to, uh, I'm still going to run ads in Q4 and, and before. So that way I do make the most of the sales that I get in Q4. But I don't let Q4 drive my entire year. You know, I, I, let, that's one reason why, again, I, I plan out my year ahead of time. Um, and it also helps keep me in check to make sure that I, you know, I stay, I stay in line because I'm, I'm a procrastinator at heart. And so it's, it doesn't take long for me to, and doesn't take much for me to get distracted and, and see the next shiny object and which shiny object syndrome, we did a whole episode on that, but um <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to, for me to get off track. And so having that, that guide and, you know, always looking for, okay, I need to make sure I stay on, on topic and that I, you know, get these books done within a a certain amount of time. I do have one book currently, one written book that needs to be published uh, before Q4. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's my nonfiction book that I'm uh, basically almost done with. I just need to do one more round of editing. Um, but that that's taken me longer because I have gotten, you know, off track working on other projects. And so, um, yeah, Q4 is definitely something that is literally right around the corner. So if you do want to <clears throat> publish something or create something uh, and you want to take advantage of the, the increased purchasing that happens around the holidays in Q4, quarter four, then it's not too late. You know, there there are definitely positives for people that that do wait you know like we talked about where you know they if you launch it for the first 30 days that your book is live it does get into amazon's uh, new releases so that's more visibility that you might get um, but again it's you know the if if you think it's too late you don't have time to to put something out just remember there's another q4 next year and this is something that we're you know again if you're doing it for the long haul you know that's that's another realization that i had early on which is you know if my q4 wasn't that great there's always next q4 that's true yeah and just a quick tip for anybody who may be 
hasn't got time to create more books for Q4, the other thing that you can do now, which could really help your sales during quarter four is to do your A plus content. And I keep saying that I keep saying A plus content is so important. And I don't know why so many books don't have A plus content, because when I look on Amazon, there's lots of my competitors that haven't got A plus. And uh, I think it really makes you stand out if you do that, especially if you show um, more pictures of of your book, the the inside of your book, show people holding your book, that kind of thing. It just makes a big difference. It looks more professional. And uh, I think some people are really missing a trick there. I know it's not easy sometimes to put on all the a plus content and it takes time but it can make a big difference so so if you're not making any more books i would suggest that is one of the things that you can do that can boost your sales as well so um yeah i i agree completely um you know a plus content can make a huge difference and um there's we can do a whole nother like i said a whole nother episode on it so i'm not gonna belabor that too much but um but yeah i I mean, and and I'll be honest, a lot of my books don't have A plus content. Oh, mine um, too. <laughs> it's funny. I did um I, I actually was talking with uh, my virtual assistant and I was showing him what A plus content was. And I had to pull up like 10 different books before I pulled up one that had A plus content. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, this one doesn't have it either. Oh, this one doesn't have it either. And uh yeah, it really, it really surprised me at at how how many books out there don't have it. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I, I know that there's people out there that that have this mentality where they publish, they publish and pray, you know, they publish their book one time, that's it. They don't promote it and they just move on to the next book. And so they don't go back and check their keywords. They don't go back and, and you know, update the interior or update the categories or update the A plus content. And so, um, and, and that's fine. I mean, if that's, if their business is always moving forward, that's what they want to do. That's fine. My mentality that is, well, then don't complain when those older books don't sell. You know, if you haven't given them any love in the last three years, then don't expect them to give you any love back. So it's, it, it is an ongoing, an ongoing business. Um, just like, just like any business, you know, if, if you're creating product, I mean, that's why, you know, people, you know, whether it's a, a shoe store or whatever, they're, they're always coming out with something new, but many times they bring back old stuff, old stuff that, you know, that they knew wasn't good then, you know, wasn't as good as it could be. And that's the great thing is I'm always learning. I mean, I've been doing this for almost a decade now and I'm always learning in this business. And so there are definitely books that I published, you know, in the beginning that I could do a way better version of now. So what do I do? I do a way better version of it. Am I competing with my own book? Technically, yeah. But whichever one wins, I still win. <laughs> exactly. You know? And so um I, you know, I just make sure that I I make it clear what the differences are in the new version. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so I, I hope people have, have learned something about Q4. Um, learned that most importantly, there's not just one way, you know. Uh, even though Nuri and I do it, things very similar, doesn't mean that's the only way. I mean, I, I think we've brought up some really good alternatives. It's not too late to create projects and, and, and put them out in Q4. I mean, I've known people who don't publish until later in November and they still get sales in Q4. Um, so, I mean, there's no, there's no one way to, you know, to see success. It's just something that you, I always suggest, even if you decide that you 
don't care about Q4 and you want to ignore Q4, you still need to know about Q4, know why people make a big deal about it. If nothing else, if you want nothing to do with it, at least you know, hey, well, then I'm not going to run ads in Q4 because that's just going to bump up the price of my ads and I don't care about the quarter four sales. So why would I run ads during that time? You know, let's wait until January or February and I can run ads that time. Yeah. And I think also the one curious thing is for me, Q4 really kicks in the day after Thanksgiving. I don't know if that's the same yeah, for you. but It is. You know, nothing much is happening and you think, uh oh, this year Q4 is really falling flat. And I think that every year <laughs> I yep. keep hoping for that. I keep thinking, oh no, it's not it's not gonna work. Not this, this year. year. Yeah. Thanksgiving, bang, all the all the orders are coming in. And then I think, oh yeah, that happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> and the year before, and the and year, year before. before. And I uh I always forget. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. Until the time comes, because because you're just you're so excited for Q4. It's it's like I mean, no pun intended. It's like Christmas, you know. It's you get super excited <laughs> about it, and then and then you're like you know wait waiting for those get, and then you're like oh it didn't it's it's not gonna be as good as it was last year. That's okay. I can deal with it. It's fine. And they're like oh wait here it is. Yeah, you know. Right. And so it you know hopefully this is if this will be your first Q4, and uh, and you start getting that you know you're it's you know, the middle of November and you start feeling, well, I don't know what Keith and Uri are talking about. There's, no, <laughs> you know, nothing different now. If anything, it's actually slower. Um, just know that, it, and obviously we can't make any promises, but uh, typically across the board, regardless of what niche you're in, um, I, I don't know of anybody who has not seen at least some kind of spike around the holidays. So. And also it takes time, you know, I always say it does. That people it's it's going to take time if you're just starting now you can see a spike for q4 but it won't mm -hmm. be as big as next year's and the right. year after that the longer you're doing this the better it will get first of all because you've got more books out there but mm -hmm. also mainly because you're getting better at doing right. books you you know when you're first starting what i just said about a plus content and all that it's not something you think about when you're first starting the only thing you're worried about is getting a book published and it's a big right. deal when you do. And, and, and then as you go on, as the months go by, and I don't count it in days or weeks, it's definitely months that you need to wait for, for you to get better at your job. Oh, absolutely. That's when you see the difference and every Q4 will be better and better and better. It just takes a long time. And I just wanted to say that because I don't want people to, to expect too much too soon because right. it doesn't it doesn't happen like that but it's lovely when you when you've been doing it for a while every q4 that comes you you know it's going to be better than the last right. so that's that's my hope for everyone anyway <laughs> i agree i agree yeah this has been another great mastermind area once again a huge thank you to all our listeners and viewers who came to tag along if you enjoyed today's mastermind, please consider following or subscribing to the podcast and maybe even leave us a review and let us know what you thought. Until next week, I'm Keith Wheeler. And I'm Nuria Colby. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the mastermind today. Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and tell a friend who would enjoy it too. Your support is greatly appreciated. This has been the Masterminding Success Podcast.